Welcome back to the Winnipeg Foundation's Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined via Zoom by Jennifer Muir. She is the Education Director at the Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Centre. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Robert. First of all, can you introduce our listeners to Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Centre and the work that it does in the community? Absolutely. The Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Center has actually been operating in this community in St. James for over 30 years. Um, Now, I've only been the education director here for the last two of those years, but I've taught here on and off for the last 12. It's a really remarkable little school. It uh, operates out of the basement of the James Wood School on Braintree Crescent. Uh, It started out as a literacy program for adult learners. Um, and now we operate both a literacy program and uh, an ALC, an adult learning center, um, which just means that we offer high school courses toward a mature adult high school diploma and also courses for those who are coming back for upgrading or who just want to come back to school uh, as adults and uh, take a course or two. It's a UNESCO school. We are a UNESCO member school, and normally, when in a non-pandemic year, we'd be attending meetings and following uh, the UNESCO mission and working to adapt our programming to that mission as well. And one of the lovely things about where our school is situated is that uh, because we're in a multi-use building uh, within the St. James School Division, we come to school every day uh, surrounded by other organizations and agencies that are supportive of, uh, of learning. Um, and uh, many of our adult learners will say that they enjoy that. They enjoy the, um, that just that sense of being part of a larger group, um, part of a larger community. And we're pretty active within the community as well. I could speak to who comes here. Mostly it's people from our community. Um, we are one of the only adult learning centers sort of west of Polo Park in this neighborhood. And we, we by and large have people come to us from this neighborhood, but we, we take people in from all over Manitoba. Many of our students in the literacy program are, are newcomers to Canada or, or have been here a little while and just want to improve uh, their English before they move on to the workforce, or maybe they want to come in and upgrade courses, or maybe if they don't already have a, a, an adult or a diploma, they come in to get an adult diploma. We have many students who come here who come to us from Northern communities who might come in through the literacy program and, or through the adult high school program to get their diplomas, or again, for adult upgrading. Um, it really, we have a very, a wide variety of people from all different life experiences and, and cultures and situations come. So it's lovely. It's a very, it's a very diverse school. The past year has has no doubt been very difficult for everyone and how it's disrupted the normal course of activities. Can you speak a little bit to how Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Center has been engaging students during the pandemic and what it's been doing to maintain and ensure that a lot of that community that would exist a lot more easily during, you know, during regular times where everyone would be able to gather together and learn in the same room, how you've been able to maintain that sense of community despite the pandemic situation? Yeah, as you said, the the pandemic was the shut the, the initial shutdown, classroom shutdown. Um, I think left everybody uh, well across the globe scrambling. Um, I think um, one of the things that we worried about initially and still continue worrying about is um, the isolation uh, that that everybody's feeling, but many of our learners are feeling. And we looked at ways that we could address that. Online learning platforms present barriers for many of our learners, partly because of a lack of access to technology, 
in some instances, particularly with some of our literacy learners, um, because of a lack of training in how to use that technology. And actually, it, it was the Winnipeg Foundation that really allowed us to, we, we had, um, before, prior to the pandemic, um, the Winnipeg Foundation had supported us in replacing um, uh, our computer lab. We had a network lab that was more than, the, the systems were more than 10 years old, and they were failing regularly. And the Winnipeg Foundation gave us a very generous grant to replace that. Now, of course, through the pandemic, it became very difficult to get that up and running. We were, our orders weren't coming in. But what we were able to do, because we knew that was coming, was uh, our network administrator actually uh, took apart many of the old systems, cleaned them up, and we were able to just donate them to some of our learners in that initial first shutdown so that they would be able to have access to the internet, to Microsoft Office, to any, any you know, means of getting onto their email or to communicate with, their, with the school or with their friends and family. Um, and then we were actually, again, this summer, we applied for another, uh, for federal funding through the uh, Winnipeg Foundation. And that grant allowed us to have a small number of laptops that we could loan out to students, but also actually it allowed us to set up a, set up streaming. So we were able to live stream our classes. We talked to as many of our learners as we could in that initial shutdown. And one of the things that we heard was that um, as much as they appreciated, you know, the daily emails and the phone calls from teachers and dropping off packages of work, what they really wanted was to see their teacher, not a YouTube video, but their actual teacher teaching in the classroom, something that they could connect to, as you say, that needing that sense of community. And so we now have a loft system with a, with the capability of live streaming. So um, even though we are actually, as of September 2020, we were back in the classroom teaching regular lessons at the regular time. Uh, what we were able to do in a, in a very safe way is have smaller class sizes with appropriately distanced desks and all the sanitation uh, public health orders in effect. Um, and those who were, uh, who, who, would, who wouldn't fit within that classroom, we could either put them into another classroom and live stream into the other room, or they could join us from home, either from one of our borrowed laptops or um, from one of the systems that, we, uh, that, that were cleaned up for us and that we could donate. So that was one of the ways we, we really listened to our community and our community was very clear that, uh, that online learning was just, um, you know, they, many of our, we have to remember that our adult learners, many of them have children themselves. And for any parents who are listening, I'm, I'm one of them. When the initial shutdown came, I have three children. And one of the things we realized is that um, even if we are teachers, like I am, we're not our children's teachers. And the online platforms can be very frustrating, uh, very challenging. Um, they can be very um, isolating. Learners feel anxious and hopeless and, um, and, and can become disconnected on them. And our adult learners were saying that that wasn't something they wanted for themselves come September. So the live streaming is, was, was the option that we went with. And uh, we've had some very positive feedback. They still prefer to be in the room. They want to talk to a person and connect with their teacher. And so that uh, other than the mandated two week shutdown in early January, 2021, we've been open. And, uh, and that's really how we've tried to keep that connection going. Just by being here, um, students can come in, they can make an appointment to see me. They can usually just pop in, my door's always open. They can see their teachers, they can catch up, they can see uh, other members of their community and feel like um, they still have that connection. Can you share some of the successes of Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Center's programming with our listeners? 
<laughs> there are so I'm laughing because there are so so many. Um, I think I mean really uh, our greatest success in this year in this pandemic year um, has been in staying open and staying healthy and being able to support our learners through that. Um, many of our learners face systemic barriers, economic and, and social and health barriers, and the lack of ready and personal access to those supports in the community um, was really pronounced in our student population. Um, and so one of the things we've been able to do um, quite successfully is to either help advocate for our learners or um, work with them so that they can advocate for themselves within these uh, support networks and these support systems. So that's been very successful. Um, they've had a place to come when there have been issues with uh, finances or food security or shelter security. Um, they've been able to come here as a, as a sort of a primary place and make those calls or talk through how you might advocate for yourself. So I know, I know that I'm not talking about anything academic, but when you're talking about, um, you know, basic needs, shelter, uh, food, um, mental health support, um, your own health support, it's very difficult to concentrate on, on a course um, or, or academics when, when those things are not in alignment. And so the success really is that they're able to come in here, um, get help with that kind of advocacy, and then go to class. The success has been that people are completing classes, that our numbers, although not as high as in previous years, were certainly not as low as we thought they might be. People continue to come in. Uh, my favorite is when people make an appointment to come in and they sort of come in blinking, you know, and say, well, there's, there are people here. And I say, yep, there's people here. And, uh, and they, they can join our community. One of the things we did try to do, um, we've been doing this in the last couple of years. Most of our academic courses, particularly grade 12 courses are, you know, you, you start at a particular time. We have two semesters, one you know, starts in September, one starts in early February or late January. Um, and it's pretty tricky if you come in midway through that to join a class. So what we've done uh, this year, we've added more continuous intake courses at the 9, 10, and 11 level, but also at the grade 12 level. So we've added a numeracy class for people who really want to build up uh, their, their confidence in, in math before coming into the high school. We've added some career development courses. We've added a community service and a cultural exploration um, student-initiated projects. And those are at the grade 12 level. So they're able to work on their grade 12 credits, but they don't necessarily have had to come in at the start of term. And I think those are some of the sort of successful things that have been happening. There are so many stories here, but the, the success is always for me, for many of us here, for our teachers, for our, for our learners, for all of our staff. The, the difference between sometimes, often, the initial interview where um, learners can come in feeling concerned, uh, they have a lot of trepidations, they're apprehensive, they're not sure they're capable of getting through a course, much less uh, getting to graduation. Um, but they're very determined. And of course, they're hopeful because they're here. The act of coming in is such a, an act of hope. And then this time of the year, we see that, that hope really flaring. We see people saying, you know, do you remember when I came in September and I wasn't sure? Well, now I'm on track to graduate. Um, and that, I think, to all of us here, that's, that's the success. That's that seeing people really understand the skills and the knowledge and the ability that they have and understand that all of the things that they've experienced in their lives um, are in this moment contributing to their great success uh, in education. That's wonderful. And I think that speaks to the importance of taking a holistic approach to education. As you mentioned, there's so many other factors that 
work for or against someone's learning. Having that community and, and having those additional supports really can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's remarkable. And uh, it's a privilege to watch it happen. Um, I think that's, that's maybe, that's probably the word that I would use is uh, it, it, I feel very privileged quite often when I leave here in, in the afternoon and think, um, just think of the things that people are willing to come in and talk to us about and to ask us for help with, to be some small part of another person's learning that their prior learning and experience has value um, and that they are more than capable of the dreams of achieving the dreams that they have. And that, I think that's the, the piece that is, that is so important to see, but yeah, the, the holistic approach is important. I think without um, that kind of advocacy, I don't know. I don't know that schools would be terribly successful. I think probably all teachers would tell you that all, all administrators would tell you that, that sometimes that's the key piece helping someone get through something that's very challenging in life um, can make all the difference in the world to whether or not they pass math or they pass English. And I think, I mean, I think that's the, that's the key piece of education that uh, we're all aware of, but maybe we don't talk about it as much or as much as we should. We're just about out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to mention about Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Center and its programming before we sign off? We want to make sure that the Winnipeg Foundation knows just how um, just how grateful we are for the support that we've received. It really, it really, without sounding too dramatic, has been life changing in a world where access to technology and um, some kind of affinity with technology. I don't pretend to have it myself, but just you know the ability to get on this Zoom call or to open up my computer and know how to send an email and communicate and connect. That can make, you know, that can mean the difference between getting a job and not getting a job or being able to connect with your family in the country um, that you were born in or making sure that you can connect with your children's school um, and understand what's going on in your in your own child's academics and life. And the support that the Winnipeg Foundation has given us to make sure that our technology is working, that it's that it's modern, that it's current allows our learners, most of whom don't have that kind of access in their own personal lives. Um, and of course, with the shutdown, they didn't have access to libraries. They didn't have access to, so, you know, to, to um, coffee shops or anything like that. And it really made a difference for us to be able to, to continue to be able to offer that uh, within this community, um, within, for, our, for our learners and, and their family and friends. So thank you. And if any of our listeners would like to learn more about Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Center and its programming, what's the best way for them to reach out to get more information? Well, probably by phone. So 204-837-3521. That's our phone number. Um, We do have a website. Um, We're a little school and we don't have a website designer. So we sort of all plug away at it ourselves, um, which means that it's not always updated the way we'd like it to be, but it's S as in Sam, B-A-L-C.ca. So those are just the initials of the school. Um, And you can also reach us um, at our email. So that's office, O-F-F-I-C-E at S-B-A-L-C.ca. I've been speaking with Jennifer Muir, Education Director with Stevenson Britannia Adult Learning Centre, and again, the website for more information is sbalc.ca. Jennifer, thank you so much again for speaking with me today. Oh, thanks so much for having us on. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. 
If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org. Thank you.